Welcome to another episode of Small Steps to Self-Love. My name is Shelby Lee. I am a mental health poet and writer with the goal of helping others feel less alone and giving you small steps to take each week on your self-love journey. And today's topic is self-doubt, that good old voice in our head that makes us feel like we aren't good enough. So I'm going to start by reading a poem that I wrote about that voice in my head. If you are watching, I'm holding up Changing with the Tides, and I'm going to share page two with you, which is actually the very first poem in the book. To my mind, we are at war, you and me, an everlasting exchange of insults and new wounds and apologies that always come just a little too late. By the time you say I'm sorry, I have already absorbed the blow. A new battle scar has risen on my skin. My body cannot defend itself from you anymore, and I'm scared a truce will never come. So that's what we're going to talk about today, being at war with ourselves. The back and forth, the insults that we tell ourselves, the way that we can beat ourselves up over little mistakes, little flaws and insecurities. If you feel like you are at war with yourself, you are not alone. When I experience self-doubt, it makes me feel like I'm not good enough. It casts a shadow over the truth, and the truth is that I am good enough, and you are good enough, but our minds are unsure. They don't want to see us fail or embarrass ourselves. So I actually asked my readers on Instagram how self-doubt makes them feel. And I wanted to share some of the answers because they're really powerful and they definitely made me feel less alone too. So how does self-doubt make you feel? Like an imposter. It's like two different people, one who knows I'm great and then the imposter. That one was really interesting for me. It's really fitting with the poem that I just read about how we are battling with ourselves, with our own mind. There's how we want to feel about ourselves and how we do feel about ourselves. Other people said frustrated, sad, like I have failed my younger self, which is something that we talked about in last week's episode. Someone else said nothing but worthless. My confidence is already low, but this brings it only down more. Stuck, deserted, alone powerless, helpless, makes me feel lost. A lovely poet said, self-doubt makes me feel like my writing is terrible and I should give up. Yeah, self-doubt can cast a shadow over who we're meant to be, right? It can stop us from pursuing our passions and our talents because we think we're not good enough. Someone else said, it makes me feel discouraged and forget all the things that matter to me. That one's really powerful and stuck with me when I read it how not trusting ourselves and not being confident in ourselves can make us forget the things that we care about. Self-doubt can make us question our relationships with people. It can make us question the things that we love to do, like writing for me. There have been many times where I've questioned whether I'm actually good at writing or whether I could actually make it as a writer. The last one I'm going to read is this. It feels like I'm not able to make decisions on my own. When I read this one, I stopped and really had to think about it because I I feel like it can be interpreted in different ways. But when I read this, making decisions on my own, I thought about the internal battle with myself. Like when I go to make a decision, half of my brain is saying, yes, you can do this, go for it. And the other half is saying, no, you can't, you're going to fail, you're not good enough. So yeah, it's like you're making decisions with someone else that you don't want to be making decisions with. I don't want to hear those negative thoughts. I want to fully believe in myself without this voice in my head saying no. So thank you to everyone who was vulnerable and shared about how self-doubt made you feel. 
And if you're listening to what others have said, I hope this has made you feel less alone too. That everyone has times where they battle with self-doubt, even when they don't look like it. Even when we think someone is so confident and they're so amazing, how could they possibly experience self-doubt? But they do. I actually wrote a poem about the type of girl I wanted to be, and it appears in my third book coming in January. But the story behind this poem is that I was thinking about someone I know in my life who is very, very outgoing, very personable. Everyone just seems to love them. They light up the room. They always seem so confident and friendly and all of the things that whenever I'm experiencing self-doubt are the things that I wish I could be. And I was feeling extra insecure this particular day. And so I wrote this poem about the girl I want to be. It was all the things I would do if I was this confident, amazing woman, right? I wish I was this. I wish I was that. This is the ideal version of me in my head. And this was over a year ago now, but I shared the poem on Instagram and this person that had influenced the poem without knowing it, they actually left a comment and said that they felt the same way. They said, oh man, I have this girl in my head too that I want to be. I feel like this all the time. I want to be like this too. And I was shocked. I had to laugh. I was like, there's no way that you aren't confident. There's no way that you have days where you feel like this, where you would want to be like someone else. But that was a really eye-opening moment for me. It was a moment where I realized that I'm not alone in how I feel, that everyone, no matter how confident they may seem on the outside, they're experiencing self-doubt too. So I found some things that have helped me that I'm going to share, but I also asked my followers on Instagram. I love hearing from all of you about this. So let's talk about it. Unfortunately, there's no magic wand to wave to make it go away. And even when we find things that work, we might not know immediately because self-doubt doesn't really fade quickly either. And just when you think it's going away, it hits us again. The thing with working on self-love and really anything mental health related is that it takes time. We might not even realize we're improving until months or years later. So as we talk about things that can help, know that there is unfortunately no quick fix to this. It's something that we have to focus on and work on, but it's so important to talk about and it's so important to focus on because as we've already discussed, it can really have a negative impact on how we feel, the things that we pursue, the the people we trust, it can impact so many things. So there's been a few things that have helped me along the way. The first one is probably not shocking. It's writing. Writing and journaling is so therapeutic and it's something that I've focused on the past seven, eight years. It's something tangible that you can look back on and see your growth or the times that I've written about self-doubt or things that I wasn't confident with. And now I can look back and say, whoa, now I am confident about that. And you can see how much you've grown and progressed. And I think that there's a misconception about journaling that it always has to be positive, you have to gratitude journal or whatever it might be, but it's also an amazing way to let go of that negativity and journal through those negative thoughts that you're having. So there's nothing wrong with writing a page or two that is not so happy. It's about a bad day. And in the future, you can look back on that bad day and say, I survived this. You have this tangible thing to go back to and say, yeah, we've been here before. We might be here again, but I know that I can get through it. So it's really, really a good way to have this tangible piece of you that you've written down and you can go back to see your progress, see how you've made it so far. So writing is the first one. And a couple other people said similar things. If you're watching, I'll I'll put them up on the screen here. Someone said, writing out my feelings in my stories and poetry and knowing this feeling is only the opinion from one. And I love that because I feel like it brings up a really good point that you don't have to 
face this battle alone. If you can seek support from other people like family, friends, um, your partner, it's, it's okay to seek support from other people. You don't have to do this alone. And your opinion in your own mind isn't the only one. So on those days that you're feeling that doubt, seek out support from other people in your life who you can trust. Another response said, talking to my friends who always encourage me and know what I need to hear. So I love that people are bringing up the impact that having a good support system can also have on how you view yourself. Um, Similarly to writing, a few people said reading, writing and embracing what I was feeling rather than letting it control me. Yes, I love that when we let it fester inside of us and not let it out, those, those feelings can just go stronger. Someone else said, expressing my thoughts and feelings, meditation, yoga, taking walks. Love that. Um, a member of the Poetry Club, which is my online poetry community, they said, talking to my lovely poetry community and relating to their own issues with self-doubt. So yes, it's so powerful to talk to other people who you have similar interests with, who you can relate to what they're going through, that you can talk about those tough moments with. So whether you find your community online or in person, or you join a group or you build that community yourself, having other people to talk to and listen to can be so powerful. And the last answer that I loved is patience, practice, and perseverance. That is a mantra everyone should take with them through this week after listening to this episode. So shout out to Lily for that response. I loved that. Patience, knowing that it will take time to overcome those feelings of self-doubt. Patience with yourself to forgive yourself for those feelings of doubt and having the perseverance to push through it. To defy what your own mind is telling you, that you are talented, that you are good at what you do, that you do deserve this amazing thing that has happened to you. And practice. All of this takes practice. It takes stepping out of our comfort zones and making ourselves a little uncomfortable. This podcast is uncomfortable for me, but I know it's going to get easier the more I do it. When I started sharing my work online, I was incredibly uncomfortable, and now I don't think twice about it. Hearing my own voice when I started recording my poems and sharing them online, I had to re-record it dozens of times because I thought, no one is going to want to listen to this. This does not sound good. I don't like how my voice sounds. And flash forward two, three years, I don't think twice about it. I have nearly 400,000 followers on TikTok who like my voice and like my poems. And I got to create an audiobook of me reading an entire book of my poems because of it. It's amazing what can happen when we stop listening to that voice in our head and say, I'm going to prove you wrong. The doubt in my head is telling me to stop, but I'm going to do it anyway and see what happens. And that's exactly what another reader of mine said. They said, looking at the things I've accomplished that I thought would never happen. So as we near the end of today's episode, I have a small step for you, an action to take this week to carry with you as you might be facing doubts today or this week or in the future. I want you to think about or write down a moment that you thought you wouldn't succeed, but you did, where you weren't sure you could do something, but you did. I don't care how small it is or how big it is. Take a few moments to think about something that you accomplished that you never thought would be possible. And then once you've written that down or once you've thought about that moment, why was it possible? What about you specifically made that moment possible? The first thing that comes to mind for me is any public speaking or presentation that I've done in the past. There were years where I went into total panic mode, total panic attacks when I had to speak in front of a group or an audience and I thought... I can't do it. I am going to trip on the way up to the stage. I am going to forget everything I planned to say. I'm going to stumble over my words. I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm not going to know the answer to questions when people ask me questions at the end. Just everything that I thought could possibly go wrong, 
it's going to go wrong, guaranteed. And I would always start every presentation thinking that way, not having any faith in myself. And then I would do it and it would be fine every time. Sure, there were times where maybe I forgot one thing I wanted to say, or I stumbled over a few words, but no one noticed it as much as I did. So eventually, after doing it enough, I got to a point where I was like, okay, nothing horrible has happened. So why do you still have these panic attacks every single time you have to present something? When I should be, like, I know I can do it because I've done it before. I know I can do it because I've practiced. I've done the work. I deserve to do well, so I will. And now I'm going to crush it. And so now public speaking isn't something I even consider a fear of mine anymore. When if you asked me five years ago, I would have told you that is my biggest fear. So tell me, what is something that you have accomplished that you thought would never be possible? And why was it possible? Why did you succeed? Brag a little bit about yourself. If you're watching this episode on YouTube, I'd love to hear your response or tag me on Instagram. Kick that self-doubt to the curb this week and remember what you have accomplished in spite of your self-doubt. And I'm going to leave you with a poem from page 111 of my book, Changing with the Tides, about being that positive voice for yourself that reminds you that you are worthy. So page 111. In this world, there is no reassuring voice that says you're beautiful when you peer in the water at your reflection. You have to say it yourself. And while you're there, remind yourself that your mind is smart, your heart is strong, your life is valuable, and your voice needs to be heard. Be your own magic mirror. That is all for me today. Thank you so much for listening to Small Steps to Self-Love. If you have any questions for me or topic requests, feel free to put it in a review or a comment or send me a message on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Have a great rest of your week. 